This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, one of the big stories, obviously, I mean, who doesn't know this, but Kinder Morgan Pipeline expansion is being a big story. And I have been vocal and critical that for at least two years of the debate, we never heard from First Nations who supported the agreements. They had signed mutual uh, benefit agreements with Kinder Morgan. The goal, straightforward, raise the standard of living on First Nations communities, alleviate poverty. Well, now that, as I said earlier, has become more difficult to ignore. Why? Because a group called Project Reconciliation wants to buy a majority interest in the Kinder Morgan pipeline. Very pleased to have with me BC Director of Project Reconciliation, uh, Shane Godfredson. Shane, first of all, thank you for taking the time with us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a very wonderful day here in Calgary, Alberta, and uh, Stampede crazy over here. <laughs> well, tell me, yeah, I bet it is, by the way. Hey, tell me, who, what groups are making up Project Reconciliation? Well, we're an indigenous-led, non-partisan group that, uh, you know, has... Uh, uh, looking at and invited uh, uh, all Indigenous communities in British Columbia, Alberta, and Saskatchewan to uh, buy a majority stake in the Trans Mountain uh, Pipeline and expansion. Um, I think our, our goal is to uh, will be to look at a transformative uh, a change that will give our Indigenous uh, communities a, a seat at the table. And uh, you know, we want to look at uh, the ability to create a, a sovereign wealth fund. Uh, and that can be reinvested back into communities. Well, I've, I've heard Stephen Buffalo, I've Ernie Cray, um, you know, and several others uh, talk about it, Joe Bevan, Karen Ogden, all supporting uh, as an important aspect of raising the standard of living, as they say, alleviating poverty specifically. And that's why I'm so interested in the plan, as you say. Uh, yeah, you'll return, uh, you know, 20%, is it? 20% of future cash flow to uh, the various communities, but you also want to set up a sovereign wealth fund, obviously, uh, with an eye to the future. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I truly believe that, you know, uh, you know our, our innovative vision is really about, you know, you know, providing uh, a platform for economic empowerment, you know, and, and, and in this uh, Trans Mountain Pipeline, you know, that, that gives, uh, you know, many of our communities, uh, you know, an opportunity to, to participate as, as unit holders and, you know, looking at, uh, you know, ongoing revenue, revenue streams to, you know, reinvest back into the socioeconomic needs of, you know, individual nations uh, as sovereigns. And really, it's about having a seat at the table for communities as true partners, you know, being involved in decision-making and, and setting our own environmental standards and, and monitoring, you know, with direct input, you know, on the project's impact on traditional territories. What, what stage are you at at this point? Have you made the... For- I know the federal government has been talking about receiving a formal uh, proposal. Has it actually been tendered at this point? Well, no, it hasn't. But, you know, we've always signaled that we're ready to go uh, at any given time, that uh, Project Reconciliation has put a lot of effort in, um, you know, making sure that uh, uh, we're ready when when Canada is ready to have that conversation. And and I truly believe that, you know, next week they said, hey, uh, Project Reconciliation, we want to have a deep conversation about 
you know, selling 51% of the pipeline. We could roll out our plan, you know, at that time and uh, really advance, uh, you know, uh, our own economic sovereignty. You know, at the same time, we hear, I think, of two new lawsuits in this past week trying to prevent the expansion, one of them uh, with some First Nations groups presenting them. Uh, What's your response to that? Are you worried about uh, their success that they, you know, you're going to put this money in? And again, the big thing has always been about the delays. Well, I think we have to understand and respect that, uh, you know, individual communities have their own uh, Aboriginal title and rights towards, uh, you know, the issues surrounding uh, their communities and their nations. And we're very respectful uh, of, of, you know, uh, letting Canada and uh, the individual First Nations deal with uh, the outstanding uh, rights around uh, traditional territories. Uh, we're a nonpartisan uh uh, political, a nonpartisan political group that you know is not going to get in there and interfere with any First Nations Aboriginal title and rights. So, I think uh, when we look at the, the future and and how we need energy as as, as individuals and as, in, as as people, you know, we need to make sure that we get our energy to the market. And our focus to, is to work with First Nations that want to work with us. Is there a dialogue going the, uh, right now with First Nations groups that are opposed, like the ones, I think there were six First Nations that filed uh, you know, yet another legal challenge against the Trans Mountain expansion? Well, you know, we, we've always reached out to, to everyone. We sent a letter to, uh, you know, the 203 First Nations in British Columbia, you know, looking at uh, seeing if there's an interest for engagement to talk about uh, their participation you know, with Project Reconciliation. And, you know, we've had, uh, you know, uh, some of the communities uh, say they're not interested, and uh, we respect that. And uh, as far as as, as I'm concerned is that, uh, you know, we want to advance uh, Project Reconciliation and and buying 51% of the pipeline. You know, we get one opportunity to put our bid in, and uh, I think uh, our, our, our bid, and our package will is, is, is very inclusive where, you know, it reaches out to uh, all First Nations in British Columbia, Alberta, and Saskatchewan, you know, looking at three different class shares. And it's a very, very uh, uh, innovative way of, of looking at First Nations uh, being uh, at the table on, on a major project. Well, I think it's an exciting time, and it's uh, this is part of the dialogue that's been long overdue. As I say, there are First Nations groups that oppose, but First Nations groups who support the pipeline and look, look at it as an essential part of raising the standard of living. And I think for too long, that aspect of the project, that aspect of the debate has been ignored. And uh, as I say, uh, it's, it's exciting to see what will happen here. It's an ongoing process. But uh, Shane Godfredson, BC Director of Project Reconciliation, thank you for finding time for us. Yeah, no problem. I think, you know, the, the other thing that, uh, you know, needs to be noted, if we sat back and wait for Canada uh, to look at, you know, funding all of our social uh, and economic initiatives, uh, you know, they never have and they probably never will. So we need to look at creating our own source revenue to be able to look after taking care of our own people and, and building, you know, a better future for, for our children. Because I think uh, today there's too many kids in care. There's too many of our people incarcerated. And our poverty level is out of this uh, world. And, you know, we're the fastest growing population uh, 
in Canada, and, and we need to make sure that we have uh, resources to be able to look after our people. But that's so key. I mean, when you say uh, you're not going to wait for Canada, my goodness, look at how long you've waited. You know, I, I think back to Sheila Fraser, who is one of the most storied auditor generals at the federal level and issued 31 different reports with those you know, echoing concerns you've just uh, elaborated on. And uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that's one side of this equation that I just don't want to be ignored. That's my point of view. You can have your debate, you can have your opinion, but don't ignore. And I think that's what the, you know, a lot of people did for up until, say, a year ago, ignored uh, this very important point that you're making, looking for self-sufficiency looking for, uh, you know, improving uh, standard of living on uh, First Nations impacted here. So, yeah, I'll be, I'm really looking forward to see where this goes in the future. Shane, thanks for taking the time. Much appreciated. Well, thanks for having me, and uh, have a great day. And uh, as we see in Calgary, let it box. There you, <laughs> there you go. Shane Godfordson is BC Director of Project Reconciliation.